Pickaxe. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus. Stay chill or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This program is brought to you by Resonance 104.4 FM. If you like what you hear and want to support our work, please make a donation at fundraiser.resonance.fm. <laughs> Good evening and welcome to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. We're a video game radio show and this is our 400th episode. My name is Steve Curran. Hello, I'm Simon Byron. And where is Anna Scandal? She said it was going to be tight, didn't she? She did message me. She messaged me with a travel update. She said she was at Kennington. She's at Borough and that means she must be about to walk in through First the through that door. door She's right going to get past Lewis Schaefer no, and his... No, that's probably right. She's probably doing the Happy gaggle. New Year's right. right now. He told us something that we're not allowed to mention on air just really? that. Well, actually, he didn't. Um, one of his posse did. Really? Yeah. And I said, can we talk about it on there? Because I thought it was really interesting. But uh, Well, he said, I don't no. know what that is. Right. I'm guessing now. Guessing what it is. I think we'll be able to talk about it next summer. Is it... Sorry, this summer. Okay. Really? Yeah. Okay, that's super, because super what he, what he Because what, what he said he's done, he, mm-hmm. it will be evident to all. <laughs> if he's done it. Skywriting. Maybe we need to think of a... Of a, of a tall tale for him next week <laughs> that is unprovable you think we should get there before the show starts and talk to him and say uh, hey, just, just so now just so we're, we're here to what? prep well, it's part of the reason why the, they weren't on last week because he was he was up to something really okay all right happy new year happy new year happy new year, happy new year. Uh, so how are you steve i am good what did you do last night <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, so regular listeners will be aware, we do a lot of preparation for this show. Loads. And a bit of the prep that we were doing before the show was, we always struggle at the start, don't we? Me and you. You and I. On our own. We struggle at the start when we say, oh, so how's your last week been? Because we can't remember anything that's happened. But this week, this week, I prepped Simon by saying, I did something last night and I can remember it. Look, Anne's here. Anne's walked in. Hi. Hi. I think we should move on from that story now, Steve, because <laughs> the fact that you've got something, again, we should just leave that, leave that hanging. Steve did something last night. I did something last you've night. You've had your hair cut. Yeah. Coloured. Thank Cut no. and coloured. No. Cut. Just yeah. cut. Yeah, just cut. Right. It's short. Yeah. It's a bit longer on one side. Yeah. Is that deliberate? <laughs> what? It's shorter on where? <laughs> on one side. Uh, it is deliberate. Um, can I tell you? my can consent I... and everything. Right. Yeah, it was great. Well, it looks, it looks great, Anne. Thank you. Can I tell you what? Steve did something last night. <laughs> Come on, that's why we're all here. Okay, good. <laughs> it's a video game. It's a radio show really about exciting. what Steve did last night. Really Come exciting. on. Great. Okay. What? I went to see the snooker. Oh, you went to the Masters, did you? You and I have been to the Masters. I've been to the Masters. It's all I, I think of you. I know, me too. Right. Went to the, went to the Masters Who did for you the go first with? time. I went with Tom. Who's Tom? Is he Tom. T- Tom, your new snooker right. friend? He's, you know. I thought, I thought you and I went to the snooker I together. I can't compare you. You're very different people. Okay. Uh, yeah, I went to, see, uh, went to see Mark Selby, the jester from Leicester, play, play Ali the Captain Carter. Right. It was so boring. So it, it's brilliant. I loved it. So it, it wasn't the final like you and it I wasn't thought? It wasn't the final. Right. Okay. It wasn't the final. It who's, was. Just, who is Tom? Just now. Tom. I mean, obviously we'll come on to the snooker shortly, but who's, who's Tom? He's an enigma. 
is a mystery man. In many ways, his mystery is very attractive, Simon. Have Something you, you could learn from. Have you been to the snooker with Steve? Um, Never, no. But although I'm very intrigued by having the names in your name, I, I feel like maybe we need to get... What do you mean, the names? The, the names the, in your the, name. The oh, the names. That's not yeah. their actual names. What? <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe we should get some nicknames. I do really like that setup of first name, the something, surname. We can do it right now. What's your nickname? Anne, the late Scantlebury. No, but it has to be the late from oh. work. <laughs> <laughs> what? Why does it have to be that? The Jester from Leicester. The late oh, from work. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, got it. Okay. Thanks for that. Anything to add to the snooker, Steve? No, just, it was boring and brilliant. Okay. Loved it. Right. What have you been up to? Don't comment. <laughs> Good. Thankfully, it's not just us in the studio <laughs> this evening. Really Can you thankfully. imagine? Oh, my goodness. Uh, it's a returning guest. Do we have a, we don't have a jingle for a returning guest? You, super we friend, do, it's super you. Super friends, super. Can, welcome back. <laughs> It's Deb Mensah-Bonsu from Space Ape. Hello, Deb. Oh, hi, guys. Welcome back. Oh, thanks. Hold on, we oh, have to locate your you mic. Go, you go, go, go yeah, yeah, go for that one. Oh, that, oh. oh there it is. Go. Perfect. <laughs> hey, guys, how's it going? Uh, thanks for coming on. It's been, uh, it's been a while since we spoke. How Ages. many days? Well, the last time uh, we corresponded was six of the 6th of November, 2017. I said, Deborah, we were more formal back then. <laughs> It's just Deb now. I said, thank you so much for coming on the show. I was only kind of joking about having you on as a regular. If you do fancy putting together a feature or anything, please do let us know, as I'm frankly embarrassed by our lack of esports, our lack of esports legitimacy. So embarrassed, actually, I'm questioning whether that is how you capitalise it. I suspect it's probably not. So we were (laughs) going to organise a feature, weren't we? We were. What happened? uh, Yeah, you just reminded me of that when I walked in today. (laughs) Where is it? You're late. No, I've got it right here with me. I do. Okay. Well, if maybe. anyone's ready. 859 days ago. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> right. Just Counting everyone. Just it's a out. feature, so you need a lot more time to prepare. Yeah, so true. now yeah. it's ready. How, how have you been since then? I've been very well, thanks. You, yeah. you were talking about esports at the time, I gather, from our correspondence, <laughs> <laughs> historical uh, emails. It's like a time capsule. It is, isn't it? What yeah, it's we were so different then. It's a good job you're such a diligent isn't archivist. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you're going to talk Amazing. about something else now. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm here to chat about Games for Good. It is uh, an event that we are putting on in, uh, well, almost a week now. Wow. Yes. Okay. It's exciting. I mean, it's much more than an event, really. It's a, it's a concept, I think, and we are um, creating an event around that concept. Good. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll dig into that, won't mm-hmm. we, shortly? Yeah. First, though, <laughs> Anne, are you ready? I don't know. For Anne's News. on Monday the 13th of November. I'm Anne Scanthory and this is the news. It's January, not November. (laughs) Microsoft has announced Project Artemis, a tool to detect people trying to groom children online using chat in video games. It looks at historic text-based chats and evaluates the conversation characteristics before giving the conversation a rating. If the conversation is flagged, it can then be passed to a human moderator to review further and inform the relevant authorities if necessary. I don't know why I said November, I'm really sorry. It's good use of uh, machine learning, this, isn't it? Really good, yeah. So there was quite a long quote that I was going to include in that news story, but I knew I'd overrun, so I just thought I'd leave it. Um, Would you have overrun if you didn't have to correct the date? Yes. So that was all part of your plan? No, so it wasn't part of your plan? No, no, not part of my plan. None of this is planned. (laughs) Um, So Microsoft said uh, child sexual exploitation and abuse online and the detection of online child grooming are weighty problems but we are not deterred by the complexity and intricacy of such issues on the contrary we are making the tool available at this point in time to invite further contributions and engagement from other technology companies and organisations with the goal of continuous improvement and refinement at Microsoft we embrace a multi-stakeholder model to combat online child exploitation that includes survivors and their advocates, government tech companies and civil society working together. Combating online child exploitation should and must be a universal call to action. Which is a pretty solid quote. 
It is. From there. <laughs> um, I, th- I just think it's really great that they are, uh, they're basically, they've made this and they're putting it out there and they want feedback and they want other people to be involved and they uh, are making this available for companies to use uh, on their own games and in their own technologies and yeah, it seems like very positive. Simon, you're our online games correspondent. Hello. <laughs> you're the only one of us uh, with significant amounts of online game experience. I did loads of it. Have you ever noticed anyone uh, being creepy to you in Rocket League? Uh, you don't. Uh, all, all the, the only correspondence or, or, the, or communication in Rocket League yep. is, um, uh, I think it's left and up. Nice shot. <laughs> what a goal! Yeah, but it's all about the intonation, isn't it? Oh, is it? If they were, <laughs> they're saying it well, in the I wrong way. Well, I've been using it correctly. I'm like in trouble. <laughs> you're on a list somewhere. Yeah. Uh, now, I, I, I do prefer games where you don't actually speak to anybody. So, mm. so this is obviously all based on text communication uh as opposed to mm-hmm. verbal um and yeah it and also it's in historic chats so presumably it's sort of you look back over chats and you try to um sort of find people that are continuing to use uh you know language or behaviors that are questionable and investigate those as opposed to it being live mm. in the moment Footballer Rio Ferdinand is heading up a new campaign encouraging parents to turn on console family controls. Get Smart About Play is a campaign from UK, the UK Interactive Entertainment Association and urges parents and carers to use the tools available to manage screen time and in-game purchases on consoles. Ferdinand said of the campaign, My kids love playing video games, but as a parent it's important to me to be able to manage the amount of time they play. Family controls can help achieve a balance at home between screen time and other activities. They're easy to use and save a lot of arguments in the long run now i saw this i saw this and it's one of those things where they've forced an acronym isn't it it is yeah it's not quite (laughs) right is it it is and can you tell me what the what the letters p-l-a-y stand for so the p in play stands for play with your kids you can't do that (laughs) you can't do that you can't have the first word being the acronym you can't (laughs) true uh and they so what could could we change it to something yeah, or you just don't have the acronym. You just have play. Play. Play with your kids. <laughs> okay. Um, um, perhaps. <laughs> perhaps. Perhaps. You should play with your kids. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the L stands for learn about family controls. For more on how they Fair work. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, A stands for ask what your kid thinks. Mm-hmm. Good. Y stands for y- you're in charge. Yeah. yeah. Does it? <laughs> yeah. What else would it stand for? Yes. It would stand for yeah. 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 I think the I think the last one should really be C, shouldn't it for for charge or, or control plaque. something like that. So plaque. Well, and actually you and get the rid of the P. Yeah, so it's just lack. <laughs> <laughs> well, why didn't they, it, yeah, exactly. why didn't they do it? Why didn't they do it Rio? Read. <laughs> Read about your, your your games. Interact with your children online. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've got it. <laughs> Uh, it's a worthy endeavour, obviously. We're only, we're only joking. Deb, did you see this stuff? Did you see Rio all over the media? I was trying to, trying to keep out of it. Uh, yes, I did see, and I did also question where, the why. Why? <laughs> did, so where did you see Rio? What were you doing? Because I, I heard him on, on Radio 5 Live. That oh, I was, I was uh, on the social medias. I was okay. on Twitter, which is uh, where I saw the campaign. I mean, we got an email about it as well, and then right. I saw it on Twitter. Okay. And yeah, no, it's a, it's a great initiative. The acronym is <laughs> why yeah. interesting. Where did you see Rio? Was it on, on uh, social? I read the email. Did you? Yeah, like you meant to. Read. Uh, re- read the email. Um, Play. Pete. Read. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's a super important initiative. Who did the email? The email came from Rio Ferdinand. <laughs> did, <laughs> did it? His personal yeah, actually, one. Yeah, he yeah. Wa- I didn't get one. I'm sorry. He WhatsApped me. Like, <laughs> no, he emailed everybody specifically, personally. He did. did he? The, the people that he liked, Simon. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. People. I mean, he used to play for Queen's Park Rangers, and I, you know, I've. Uh, he, he certainly shouldn't have done. <laughs> Maybe that's why I fell off his friends list. Is it? So um, it is an important initiative, and it is something that we. I, I know since I was a since I was writing at Edge, we used to talk about how the problem is not that games are too violent, but the parents don't understand games, and this is another noble, uh, noble initiative uh, to try and get that to happen. Do we think it'll work? I guess we've got to keep reaching out to to people who don't get games. Well, 
you know, if you make up an acronym, people are going to go with it. It's got in this new story. Because yeah. well, I'm not sure we're going with it, are we? We've set, we have read out that acronym line by line mm-hmm. and spoken about it for, for a little while. So, you know, it's going to stick in people's heads now. Why? Do it. <laughs> And finally, your post is just about to get interesting because, oh my goodness, the Royal Mail is bringing out a series of video game stamps. The set of 12 stamps will include four featuring Tomb Raider and one each featuring Elite, Dizzy, Populous, Lemmings, Micro Machines, Sensible Soccer, Wipeout and Worms, all British design games. The stamps can either be ordered online now or you'll be able to pick them up from your post office from the 21st of January. A prize to the first person to send us some post with one of those on. I didn't realise there are actually four with Tomb Raider. I genuinely thought this was a Stadia joke. Because you know how Stadia launched with loads of Tomb Raider? I thought someone was... When someone tweeted, you know, oh, this thing's coming out and there are four Tomb Raiders at the start, I thought it was Tomb Raider. And I thought, oh, that's quite a weak joke, but... (laughs) Anyway, I'm just glad that I listened to the news. Do you see... see, uh, Yeah, well... um, isn't, Isn't it a bit weird to say, like, oh, there's loads with Tomb Raider and then eight... Well, I mean, I don't buy stamps, do I? Um, no, so, you, just, so, you just take them off old envelopes, don't you? <laughs> very, very thrifty. So I don't know how they ordinarily come, but um, I, but I believe that there's the sort of main games, the Lemmings, the Worms, etc., and then Tomb Raider gets its own presentation pack of stamps. Right. Uh, Why do you think that is? I just £11.40. But aren't they money? Stamps are money, aren't they? Yeah, so yeah. you can buy £11.40's worth of, of stuff money. with it. Yeah, no. So, and, and how much is a first-class stamp? I don't know. Ask Siri. <laughs> uh, so th- and that was 20 Tomb Raider stamps. What's... So, uh, yeah, it's going to be... T- 20 Tomb... What? Uh, five well, that's the five times four is 20. Oh, yeah. I've been playing the old brain train and I count the boxes. <laughs> I have been. Uh, 70p for a first class stamp? Shut up! 61 for a second class stamp. Uh, can you buy a second class Tomb Raider? So, hold on. No. So, do these stamps have different values? Surely because not. eleven, well, eleven pound forty oh. does not divide by seventy. Stamp, mm. stick it to your envelope. <laughs> <laughs> Attach it to the front. <laughs> Wait, that would be samp. You missed out the T. Stick it oh, to no, the yeah, envelope. Sorry, yeah, samp. Yeah, no, take, samp. <laughs> take the time to lick exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> Why have they done this? This is what I don't understand. Because when I heard the news, it was like, oh, is there some sort of anniversary of something? But no, it just appears that they've run out of other things to do it on. <laughs> also, I said that there just seems to be loads of them. I'm, I apologise if I got that wrong. There's just loads of stamps on the Royal Mail that have video games on them. <laughs> What's happened? They've been hacked. Are they okay? <laughs> Maybe they got um, some video games All for right, Christmas t- and they you, were just like... Do you mean there are pictures of them or does it say? Uh, if, if there are pictures of them, just tell us what they are. Yeah, but they're quite small because they're stamps. Just, just <laughs> move your head closer. Video games... There's video games gamer bundle. That's, that's oh, so this selling. is the gamer bundle. Okay. What's on that then? The ones I just said. This is it. The gamer bundle has the four Tomb Raiders. Okay. And then those eight other ones. Okay, as all games are <gasps> cla- classified. Individual souvenirs valued at a total of fifty-five pounds fifty-four pence. That's loads. And you can buy them for a tenner. Oh no, save ten pounds. Forty-five pounds. So they're like collectors' items. Yeah. The stamps. Can we go into the stamp making business? <laughs> well, this is our 400th episode, and there aren't many podcasts. In fact, there are no video game podcasts, uh, radio shows earlier than older than us. So maybe we qualify. We could be on a stamp. We could be on three. Surely these days you can print whatever you want on a stamp. That must be a thing because you could get them on like debit cards and stuff like that. Can't you? You must be able to do that. But if if it's a if it's legal tender, can you just go ahead and print whatever you want on money? We could become money. Can you 3D print a stamp? I don't think you need to because they're 2D, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> We've got a fat stamp. <laughs> Just one thin sheet okay. of 3D. Yeah. Um, oh, any, were there any obvious games that they missed? Any omissions? Bang Man. Well, there's obviously no Bang Man, was there? <laughs> uh, I mean, they're all, they're all quite old, aren't they? There's no. Uh, Where was curiosity? <laughs> they didn't include um, Grand Theft Auto, did they? Charles, it's Charles. When your Charles is on there, he'd be mm. furious, wouldn't he? Mm. He wants hung around with the Queen Mother. <laughs> it's a story. It's a story he tells. Mm, they're not, but I, 
I believe I saw this week Revolution's Twitter. Mm-hmm. At Revolution, maybe. Yeah. Uh, I think it's called At Revbot. At Revbot. They were too slow off on Twitter, weren't they? I saw them tweeting at Yuki a bit passive-aggressive with their own design. <laughs> for a Revolution stamp, for a Broken Sword stamp. Would, um, would so just, I guess not. Would a plain stamp just be um, a Thomas Was Alone stamp? Very good. Yeah. See if anybody's made that joke on Twitter. <laughs> good. If not, I claim it. All right. Do we have a? Do we have any other news? A O B. A O B. I was going to just point something out. <laughs> Is that news pointing things out? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was going to uh, just uh, point out that a friend of the show, Johnny Cullen's, launched his new website. Play Diaries. I it's saw on live that. today, mm. which is a new uh, UK gaming website uh, focusing on the storytelling in games. Um, so uh, Johnny, uh, who's been on the show at least once, yeah, he was, he was probably going to do a feature for us. Probably <laughs> started up his own website. Uh, former editor of VG Twenty Four Seven has launched uh, Play Diaries, uh, a website with long form articles about video games, going in depth. Good, very worthy cause. And he's got three podcasts. On well, there. that's what I was coming on to, Steve. I was like, okay, I mean, I mean, I mean. Oh, and then what? You're launching three podcasts. Yeah. Who do you think you are? All of him talking. And what would be wrong with that, Anne? Well, it's just quite a lot of talking that you've got to do to get three podcasts out every week. We struggle to fill an hour, oh, don't we? No. <laughs> so it's like three episodes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah wow. He's going up Which against means... us. Well, he's, he's parking his tanks on our lawn. 133 <laughs> weeks. He'll have one fewer podcast than yeah. we've got today well exactly mm. uh, but um, yeah he's launching today I had a quick look this morning looks looks very nice do check it out it's probably playdiaries.com I don't know but <laughs> feels right yeah uh, do we have any other news couple of items from VG247 do it League of Legends developers revealed its next project is a tabletop game called Tellstones I saw that yeah it's a board game isn't it yeah that's what tabletop means, I believe. Yeah, no, but you can get tabletop video games, can't you? Right. Uh, ba- uh, it means this means actual, actual table. Yeah. You need a table. Yeah. Can't play without a table. <laughs> Nothing to put it on top of. Microsoft would bring out a, a series of tables. Wouldn't they? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, another one. Netflix has made a timeline of the events of The Witcher to help people make sense of things. I saw Dan Marshall uh, uh, complaining about this on Twitter. He's very angry that people had read books <laughs> uh, because they'd know more about The Witcher than he had gleaned right. from the series. I've only seen episode one. No spoilers. It's a little bit racy, Anne. Is it? It's a little bit racy. And uh, finally, Dan Marshall news. His game's coming soon, isn't it? It's coming when it's ready. Yeah, but he reckons quite soon. I saw on Twitter, about a month away. That's what he said to me. That was his reply to me. Stop reading my (laughs) correspondence to Dan Marshall. (laughs) We're going to start getting into your emails. Are you? Yeah. Okay, well, maybe you can chase Deb up on her feature. (laughs) I did reply to that email, I think. Yeah, yeah. So Detail, I detail. Yeah. It's all right. <laughs> Thanks, Anne. One life left. Video game news with Anne Scantleberry. listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. This is our 400th episode and this is Adam Mills, Smooth Rider. It's from chipmusic.org where we get so much of our brilliant chip tune music from. How are you doing, Simon? Very well, thanks, Steve. Good. How are you, Anne? Yeah, I'm all right. You're all right. Yeah, you had a frantic start yeah, to the show, just, didn't you? I feel like I'm just getting into the groove of it. 400 what? in. <laughs> you think it wouldn't take this long, but here we are. I don't know. I was I was explaining earlier uh, that it's part of our charm, I think, the fact that we're 400 episodes in and we've learned hey, nothing. Hey, hey, guess what happened to me today? 
Tell me. We had a new starter at work. Okay. Okay. Um, and uh, what we did, uh, we took him out uh, as a traditional first day at work at Curve. Mm. Take you to Nando's. Of course. Of course we do. Uh, so I was walking along, I was just chatting to him. I made a joke about um, his previous company uh, ripping off one of our ideas. <laughs> it came across as being a little more aggressive than I intended it to be, but mm-hmm. yeah, so I had to sort of back, up, back off anyway. But chat, 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 chat. And then he said, oh, um, I don't suppose you're Simon from uh, One Life Left, are you? <gasps> I said, I am. He said, I, I thought I recognised your voice. Wow. Being slightly too aggressive, presumably. But yeah, he joined the company without knowing my evening job. But that happened to me. Like what? No, we talked about it before. We I ta- don't listen. <laughs> you and I talked about it. You don't have to listen. You just have to remember. Mm. Uh, we talked about it. So that's two of us. It's happened to in recent times, Anne. Yeah, when I joined my job, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my now boss said to me, "You um, you do that radio show, don't you?" What? And I was like, "That's uh, well, hang yeah. on a minute. That is what. But that's not your boss being a listener and recognizing your voice." It's your boss googling you. Yeah, yeah, slightly. Uh, different. But then I think he listened to what? Does that make? No, no. Okay, fine. It's entirely different. It's never happened to me. Sounds to me though like we're finally we're making it. Perfect show to come on and plug your event when it's already sold out. <laughs> <laughs> so we got the email saying could uh, Deb come on the show, uh, which I didn't respond to for eight days because I'm too cool. You are. I also I'm just <laughs> That's overwhelmed. That's the number though, isn't it? Eight, it's days. About eight days. Eight days. Something Leave it eight, eight days. Eight days. Because if you leave it seven, it looks like you've set an alarm or something. Set yeah. a week. Just just remind me in a week. I'll reply. Well, to I, eight I, days. I think it was you guys that said, "Oh, we had that email about uh, guests coming back." I was like, "Oh yeah, should have replied to that." Uh, but when you emailed us. Um, Oh, presumably tickets were still on sale, Deb, were they? Uh, they were. They I thought it would yeah, be to was, come and drum up some trades. That was about a, yeah, a, week, a week or so ago. Um, well, yes, my, happy to help. <laughs> 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 that was uh, my buddy Fred who emailed on my behalf. Uh, hi, Fred. He's probably listening. He right, said thank he you, would. Fred. Hi, Fred. I know. Fred's lovely. You might recognize our voices. <laughs> you might do. <laughs> don't care. Um, so it's sold out. Congratulations. But yeah, so it's, it's sold out, which is cool. Tell and, us about it. Uh, so the event is called Games for Good. And basically the premise is... Well, that games can be more than entertainment, really. Um, you know, if you think about music or film or books, like, yes, of course, they entertain us and it's great, but they also kind of tell us what it's like to be human and um, help us to relate to one another and bring up subjects that might be hard to talk about or all of those things, right? Um and so this event is really based around the games that are uh, more than entertainment. And it's not just uh, people coming in and sort of patting themselves on the back saying, hey, look at this amazing stuff we're doing and can't we feel good about it? But really to try to um, inspire and teach other people in the industry. So uh, we've got uh, Leslie from Supercell coming in to talk about their CSR initiatives, um, which they do a lot of, but they don't talk about a lot uh, because they are very humble, which is amazing. Um, but at the same time, if we don't talk about it, then other people can't be inspired by it. Yeah. So um, that is uh, her talk, and she'll sort of explain the landscape and uh, the things you have to watch out for when you're looking for partnerships. It can be a lot of choices, and where do you begin? Um, and then we've got uh, Jude from Playmob. If you haven't heard of Playmob, they're incredible. Their whole uh, company is basically based around, you know, what would it look like if we were to engage the more than 2 billion players on the planet to do something good even in small ways um so she'll talk about that and then we've got um three different speakers covering the space from the angles of product company and community so yeah like i said there's so many different ways that you can engage in the space so is it through your company you want to do something good is it through your player community is it through the product itself and uh yeah it's really an evening to try to to teach so it's like hey we've we've done something cool and here's how you can do it too if you're interested if you want to take the first step next step then, uh, yeah, come along. But it is, as I say, <laughs> sold out, uh, which is really cool. I just think it's it's not just about this event, right? I mean, I think it's just a space that more and more people are going to get into. I think players are becoming much more socially conscious, and they're asking for games that mean something and a, and a way for, you know, uh, a place for them to to express themselves and to feel good about playing the game that they love. And uh, I think the more that we can... We can help lead the way in that, the better. 
Is it difficult to get something like this off the ground? I mean, it's a great idea and all the rest of it, but I think the the, uh, the difference between saying you'll do something like a feature and then actually doing it. <laughs> no, and, and, and obviously the blame's entirely on our side, not yours. But uh, yeah, no. Often we got great. Let's do this, but you've 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 gone and pulled it together. What 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 are the challenges there? Challenges in pulling it together. Um... Well, first off, I guess it's just believing that it's a good idea. Um, I think I just, I don't know, had like a little voice inside me be like, hey, this would be cool. <laughs> and I followed that little voice. And then the more people you talk to, uh, the more inspired you get. I think that's been the best part about this is uh, while I was looking for speakers and trying to learn more about this space in general, like you meet so many people who are doing incredible things like innovative things and um it just takes you to a whole nother level in your thinking um which has been the best and you also find that if you're doing this kind of event around hey let's make the world a better place through games uh the people who are involved in that are actually really willing to help as well so um it wasn't that hard to get people on board if is there anybody yeah. that turned, that turned you down that didn't want to make uh, mm-hmm. games for good good question do you want to do you want to no. That I want to uh, chastise. <laughs> uh, no, not at all. But like I said, these are people who are already doing stuff in this space who can hopefully try to teach others. Um, that is really the the goal of the event is get people in a room together who are all interested in this kind of stuff and then walk away with some some uh, tools and practical help that they can so you see it as a, as the start? It will it become like a, a, a semi-regular, regular series of events? I mean, sky's the limit, yeah. really. Um, I think what's been great is like the interest <laughs> in the event as well. Like I said, it's already um, yeah, it's already sold out. So I I think there's just so many people who want to do something good. They just don't necessarily know where to put their time or their effort or their finances. And I think as an industry, the more that we can help each other figure that out. Um, the better off we'll be. And, I mean, for us as a company, we're really um, interested in in the climate change side of things, for example. So we've committed to going carbon negative, and we're also trying to help other companies do the same. Um, And that's just, you know, one area of the world's (laughs) problems where I think we can make a difference so like why shouldn't we you know mm. so presumably if you've sold out so quickly this year next year you'll be hoping to move to a bigger venue uh, and you'll need more help selling out and in many ways your appearance here is just building up <laughs> for, for that, that. So you're, you're welcome like <laughs> but does, but oh, does it so d- d- does it bring um extra pressure now that you're sold out because presumably you've demonstrated that there's greater interest than there is uh space or have you so are you gonna are you gonna podcast it are you gonna uh, stream it or uh no i mean we will uh record the event and you know maybe release some bits of it but um maybe as a feature on a radio (laughs) show maybe it's a feature on a radio (laughs) show i think that could be an idea for a future event you know maybe stream it um but i i don't know honestly i think it's always good to sort of start small prove out an idea and see if it catches and then if it catches you can always do more amazing things i would much rather do something small scale well um, and then see where that leads rather than just like book out the O2 and be like, we're doing this games for good. Oh, no. Which is why we've always failed (laughs) doing anything that's like that. Um, But yeah, so we'll see. We'll see where it goes. I think the most interesting part is just everybody in that room getting to meet each other and um, hopefully teaching and inspiring each other for future future stuff. Well, best of luck with it. Um, Are you able to talk about what you're up to at Space Ape at the moment? Sure. Um, do you mean me personally or the company as a whole? Let's do both. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sure. So, or which yes. is wh- which is most important? Which is most interesting? Uh, I mean, they're intertwined, aren't they? Go on then. <laughs> uh, Space Ape as a company. So uh, we've got four titles uh, live to date, and right now we are working on about six uh, titles in development. Uh, some that are further along than others um, that I can't talk too much <sighs> about, unfortunately. Um, that's the thing we could have talked about in secret before I came yeah. on. So, okay, you can't talk about them. That's fine. But mm. if you were to, so there's six of them. If you were to assign a color to them each, what Ooh. what would the what would the, co- the color spectrum? palette be? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, the color palette there would be a yellow, mm. like a bright yellow. There would oh. be. Um, Maybe like a dark green. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> Maybe a turquoise somewhere in there. Nice. Um, turquoise is unusual. Mm-hmm. Maybe a pink. 
as well. Could you also ascribe formats and <laughs> release dates to them as well? <laughs> you know, one I line just, statement. <laughs> I'll just give you the genre and the release date and the title and everything. Um, but yeah, no, we're really excited about um, especially a few of these titles because they're all in really different genres that we've uh, that Well, we've as we can tell before. from the different colours. Mm. Exactly. Very different colours. Yeah. yeah. So no, it's, a, it's an exciting time for us. We think it's going to be a, a big year, so... Feels like yeah. a puzzle game now. If there are six different games and they're all in different <laughs> genres, I think there are only six genres. As far as I can work yeah, it, yeah. there's a shooty one, exactly drivey yeah. one, the jumpy one, <laughs> jumpy one, yeah. puzzly one, the multiplayer one, and the story one. Yeah. That's it. I'm really excited for all of those. Something for everyone. <laughs> yes, now we just have to exactly. pick the colour for the game. And we're <laughs> yeah. laughing. So where, and so where, sorted. where can people uh, find out more information on Games for Goods? Uh, yeah, you can uh, follow us on Twitter. That's probably the best place for regular updates. It's just at Space Ape Games. Uh, you'll find out about the different speakers, uh, etc. And yeah, if there's anybody listening who is signed up but can't go, uh, there's a wait list. So we could tout them. <laughs> do, <laughs> do give up your ticket if you're not going to attend, because yeah, there are people who uh, want to. <laughs> Great. Well, best of luck with it. Thanks so much. Come back on in a couple of years. Tell us how when. Yes, I'll come back with my feature <laughs> exactly. on Games yeah. for Good. I think we've got to get on with the letters. Who wants to go? Ben Hall writes. Uh, we should uh, we should uh, call Ben by his proper name, shouldn't we? He's our caretaker. He's the guy. He likes to be called caretaker, though. He doesn't want the glory, or he doesn't want to be associated. Well, I mean, spoilers, but he um, he signs off cheerio, Ben. Kiss with a kiss. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, thank you, Ben, for all your help during many of these four hundred episodes. Mm, it is. I think it is fair to say that if it wasn't for Ben, you would not be able to hear this as a podcast, for better or for worse. He writes, hello team, possibly, plus a super special guest, question mark, no, exclamation mark. This is apparently the 400th episode of One Life Left. I was trying to find out video game facts related to the number 400, but the only stat I could find was the Atari 400, which I'd never heard of before. And this was the first time I'd heard of it. Mm. So, I suppose my question is, what video game series of at least four games have you enjoyed the most? Cheerio, Ben. Ooh, that is a good question. At least four. Well, well. I'm playing The Witcher 3 at the moment. I've not played one or two. <laughs> I'm a little worried about four. What does that add up to? Three plus two plus one, that's six. six so, yeah. you're, you're fine. Okay. I'm a little worried about four, though. I don't think I'm going to be able to play it to the extent that I've been playing this one. Because right. it, it it's not going to run on the Switch, is it? Mm. Unless it will come on that Switch Pro that all the analysts have said won't be coming out this year. Okay. Uh, uh, more than four, this Tomb Raider, of course, you mentioned that earlier, didn't we? There are loads of those. Many yeah. of them bad. All of them on stamps or on Stadia. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> there, there are only three. There are only the three most recent ones on Stadia, two of which they've given away for free. Okay. Good to know. My uh, Founders Edition subscription is about to uh, is kick in. Yeah. Okay, good. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what, what, what games they're going to be tempting me to stay with uh, next month. Mm. Um, I'm trying to think of, uh, of other series that have got more than... Broken Sword 5. Advance Wars. I bet that's got more than four. Okay. Must have. Oh, Animal Crossing. Has Animal Crossing got more than... Does that pocket camp count? If you need it to. It does. Yeah. Animal Crossing. <laughs> Deb, can you Sorry. think of anything? Can you? <laughs> anything can you at all. Repeat the question. Any, any uh, video game series where there have been more than four that you're particularly fond of? Any game franchises? <sighs> and I don't like. You don't like fours, do you? No, well, you don't like sequels. Do you know, I've not really ever got into like a franchise of games before. You're so indie, aren't you? So, I'm like, I want those one-off hits that are emotive. Do you know what? What's that? Fleeting. I bet that terrible... What was that game you got into at Christmas the year before last? The, oh, uh, the... Oh, there were probably more gosh. than four in that series, yeah. whatever that was. Yeah, there would have been. Mm. Peggle? Is there more than one Peggle? There are loads. Well... Again, probably yeah. are just I was about about to say, four. like, Candy Crush or something. Surely there's more than yeah. four. Yeah. yeah. Okay, good. There you go. Those are the definitive answers. <laughs> hope, hope that helped, Ben. Thanks for all your work. I don't even play Candy Crush. All right. Chris Conroy writes, Dear team and SSG, 
perhaps. A sudden flurry of new books has left me with a growing backlog of reading material, a pile including the beautiful read-only memory Dreamcast book. We should have them on. We should have them on. So I want a book. Yeah, they look nice, don't they? Alex Wiltshire's Japan Soft. Boss fights books. Boss fight books. Reprinting of Breakout. Pilgrim in the Micro World. You know, uh, on that, I'm really glad they're reprinting that book. But it annoys me they now got this. What do you call it? If they've got a title ahead of the real title, a the, pre-title. The working title. No, because that book used to be called Pilgrim in the Micro World, which is a cool title. But now, in order to appeal and fit in their range, it's called Breakout. What's it Pilgr- about then? It's, well, it's the about, first time I've, I've heard a, of it. It's about Breakout. It's about one. Oh. Um, it's a, a university professor in America in the early 80s. His teenage son is obsessed with arcade games. He decides to get into, he gets himself uh, an old Atari, uh, and, well, a current Atari 400, mm. uh, I think VCS, and he plays, he learns about video games firsthand for the first time. And it's his journey of discovery from zero through to trying to master this game. And it's brilliant. Uh, and it's great that Boss Fight books are reprinting it. Um, I said I didn't like the fact that they retitled it and they passive-aggressively liked that tweet on Twitter. Really? I felt seen. Mm. Anyway, sorry, sorry, Chris. Uh, To continue, he says, and to cap it off, a second-hand copy of a making-of special from Edge, including the mythical retrospective on Spectrum Classic Head Over Heels. I love a good retrospective, and the smaller publishers certainly cater to that, but can you recommend any reading that's more forward-looking or even just contemporary? Happy 400th episode, give or take, as well. It's true, there are, pro- there are some literally unbroadcastable ones that push that above 400, aren't there? Um, the completest in me is looking forward to the eventual sourcing of the first few episodes from some dusty archive. <laughs> Never. One day, one day, he says. Your canon-collecting correspondent, Chris Conroy. There's always a fairly healthy bookshop at GDC, isn't there? There is. Mm. Um, and I'm, I'm always surprised by the subject matter of some of their books because I don't think they warrant... And the prices. And the prices, particularly <laughs> Nicholas Lovell's books. <laughs> yeah. Which I was disgusted I've told you, I obviously was disgusted by I've told him this. You've told the story on air as well. Right, okay, good. To Nicholas's face <laughs> while punching him. Uh, yeah, uh, modern video game books, Monday video game books... Uh, this gap in the market sounds like. Yeah, yeah I mean, write one? No, there's quite like a few books about The Witcher. <laughs> academic ones. Uh, I'm trying to think of. There's no we, money in books, though, Steve, is there? We know this. We, we've tried, we know this. We've tried, and if our book ended up in <laughs> remainder bins, yours will. <laughs> yours will too. <laughs> we guarantee it. Two books, Steve. Two books. Come on. Both remainder bins they plural. Were, yeah. Yes. One was in one one formed the bin. It was pulped up <laughs> to contain the other one. <laughs> yeah. uh, do we have any more letters? That's it. I think that's it. Thank right. you for your letters on our special show on our birthday. If you have day of all days. If you want to write and why wouldn't you after the respect with which those letters <laughs> they're difficult questions to answer off the cuff though aren't they oh, in many ways ask some easy ones yeah it'd be good if they were sent What's in your favourite colour <laughs> space can answer that they've got six colours in many ways hey, it, it's the letter writers <laughs> fault not ours but if you want to uh, contribute you can do that by emailing us team at onelifeleft.com uh, we also oh, oh, oh that sounds oh, like a new feature <laughs> whoa we also accept post specifically post with stamps on specifically specifically post with those game stamps on specifically the whole set so that we can yeah but if they're on the thing then we can't use them as money but if they're inserted (laughs) in in the letters then they are money so the royal mail have got a new thing where they're like where they just say okay you need to put a plain stamp on the outside but you need to fill (laughs) fill the envelope with the interesting stamps otherwise it won't get to your destination that's the first first class has anybody uh, tried to buy something with stamps like <laughs> to test whether they are money because oh. they are they are money aren't um, they let's say yes I think so but then so. if the price of them goes up if I'd kept a stamp from ages yeah. ago that I bought so I thought stamps were 25p now they're 71p but surely they're not money any more than anything else you've ever bought is money there's a question. Shopkeepers <laughs> are welcome to accept stamps but or anything else, including dollars and euros, but not obliged to accept uh, any form of payment, even sterling. Legal tender means you cannot refuse it as payment for a court order debt so payment. It's, so it's, oh, come on. Right, here's so a feature, Deb. Go into a shop <laughs> with the different games on them and see which ones they'll accept and which ones they won't. Can we commission that now? That sounds, sounds great. <laughs> I got a little hidden camera on exactly. me as well, so it'll be like an expose. Yeah. 
sounds Listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. This is Hydrochloride by Mystery Stain. Again, it's from chipmusic.org. And we're having a nice time today on our anniversary episode, aren't we? We always have a nice time. How have we changed over the 400 years we've been doing this? Just so old now. We're old, aren't we? Just so old. Um, How have we changed? So I don't. I mean, I'm well, we do fewer features now. Considering we do features. We used to have three or four shows, didn't we? We did. Uh, I'm reminded of the first show uh, that you were on, but not as a presenter. No, I was a guest, wasn't I? Yeah, and I went home and cried. We were yep, meant to be running good. for six episodes. We were booked in at Resonance FM for six episodes, six episode run, and then we didn't leave. Was it uh, PlayStation 2 era? Good, good question. Ooh, no. no, yeah. It would have been two. Uh, well, we did some stuff with the Guitar Hero games, didn't we? Yeah. That's right. So, so it and they been were on PlayStation 2, weren't they? Would have been the end, back end of the PlayStation 2 era. Yeah. We were just getting in place for the for the next generation of consoles. That was our plan. Yeah. All along. That was when they used to send them to us. Didn't they? Back in the day. Now everything's digital. It's not their fault. <laughs> Presumably we're going to get a PlayStation 5. And a... <laughs> with a lemming stamp yeah. on it. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be built into a PC yeah. as well, um, ideally. They showed the new PlayStation 5 logo. Did they? Yeah. What did it look like? So, imagine this. Okay. Close your eyes, listener. Close your eyes. Just think back to the heady days of the PlayStation 4 logo. Mm-hmm. Put it into, like, a word... Wait, doc- I don't remember the 4 so logo. it says... You remember the 3 logo? <laughs> that was the Spider-Man one, yeah. wasn't it? <laughs> okay. So it's like the P and the S and the 4. Okay. But yeah, in that font. You know that that font? You know the font? Do you remember the font? Yeah, think about it. Okay. And then so you put it into your Word document. Yeah. And then put the cursor next to the 4. Okay, so there's a flashing line. Yeah, and then delete blink, it. Blink, blink, blink. Okay, now it says pusser. P- pusser. And then press... Don't push enter. Don't, don't, push, don't enter. press enter. Then press the five. What if you've changed the font? You haven't I've changed... I've put it in Wingdings. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. They've done it in Wingdings. It's <laughs> unbelievable, uh, really, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, the thing is going to sell. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's the same. It's just... Uh, it says five instead of four. Great. Shall we get on with the reviews? Yeah. All right, yeah. let's do it. Simon. Science. Oh, that was the brightest, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, Simon. Well, I finished um, Hearts of Stone, the DLC on The Witcher. It's so good. Yeah. It's I my favourite ever game. You not finished this last week? No, I was getting to the end of Hearts oh, of Stone. Okay, so I okay, finished okay. the main main game. Okay. Got the good ending. I did ha- finish Hearts of Stone, looked up the ending on that, got the good one. But not the very good one. I think there are only two, actually. There's only oh. uh, good and bad on the... Um... I think you need to think of a new system, because you can't say good and good. Yeah, you can. Oh. Um, so, anyway, I've decided now, because I, I need to do uh, Blood and Wine, the final one, which apparently is as big as the main quest, again. Okay. And, and also, from you know, I've been having proper nerdy chats in the office about it, and um, it's as good as the main game as well. It's... it's, it's apparently ranked among the best DLC ever created. I've got a question about mm-hmm. The Witcher. Yep. 
when you're playing these things, yep. are you just going through... Not wearing... <laughs> <laughs> in the back. Geralt. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> are you playing these things? Are you, are you collecting... Are you looting? Are you collecting equipment as you go through quests? Very good question. In The Witcher, I'm generally trying to make sure that my my steel sword and my silver sword yeah. level up as I do. Okay. Okay. Right. That often means, uh, you know, finding a, a merchant and selling on your lower level uh-huh. weapons. But, you know, witches will do anything for coin. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Um, but uh, I've popped away from that for the time being just to play Call of Yarez, Jarez, Juarez. Juarez, Juarez, Gunslinger. Oh. Which is a game I finished on the 360. Uh, it's um, a Techland cowboy shooter. Um, it's really cool. It's it's so, um, It was originally an Xbox. Is this arcade? the one that's like XCOM? E. No, it's first-person shooter. Yeah, that's uh, uh, what am I thinking, thinking of? of? Hard West. That's right. Any further questions? No, c- continue. Um, so this is a um, a cowboy game presented as a narrative. It's got um, an unreliable narrator telling the story. So it's quite funny in places where uh-huh. it happens. He goes, "Oh, that didn't happen." Or whatever. Um, yeah, short bursts of action. Uh, lots of Wild West stuff. Lots of your favourite. Cowboy legends involved. It's good. I'm enjoying it. But I, oh, basically, I'm just who, trying to who, All right. Billy who? the Kid. Oh. Jesse James. They are my favourite cowboy. They are. I know I, that, Apologies. I, yeah, I thought about it. <laughs> You've seen my bedroom wall. <laughs> we, we don't talk that. about that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm enjoying it. But basically, I just want to finish it so I can get back to the... I want to play something before I go back to The Witcher. 7 out of 10. Uh, I've been playing Goose Game. Really? Yeah. Got Why does that, that surprise you? Uh, it surprised me because I thought you would have played it over Christmas, not mention it. And uh, I'm surprised you chose January. Oh, no, of I all did, the months. Sorry, I did play it. I've been playing it over Christmas as well. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and, I mean, it. it is the ge- it's the goose game and you're the goose and you're annoying and you take things you have to uh, do puzzles by mm-hmm. taking things and moving them around and annoying people. It's very fun. Honk, honk. Great time, seven out of ten. That seemed that review seemed quite lacklustre. Yeah. You found that in. What? But I just feel like everyone Everyone's else. Everyone there. else has said all of the things. Mm. What else can I add? I can't add anything. Well, I have I tell no you what you new can, no, opinions. I tell you, yeah, I tell you, you. Yeah. As Anne Scantlebury. Yeah. You know about birds. I do. So why don't you bring a bit of that expertise? Ornithology. Wait, is that eyes? No, <laughs> that is. <laughs> Um, is it is it a realistic bird? So I've never had a goose uh, steal anything off me. They have. Um, but on- do they look like the type? Have they tried? They they, <laughs> they do look. Because like- you carry a bat, isn't it? Uh, I have had one sort of like rear up at me with its like wings up right, for okay. I was crossing a path that was clearly its path. Does that happen in the path. game? Uh, no, it, the, okay. that goose is a little bit more just a little bit more cheeky. Okay. Um, also, there is the rumour that a goose could break your leg. You're thinking of a swan and it's an arm. <laughs> <laughs> it was a rumour. <laughs> I think you are an expert on eyes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> seven out of ten. Would goose again. All right. Deb. Hello. What have you been playing? Uh, so the game that I've been uh, most, I guess, obsessed with recently is... Um, I don't want to say like a downer, but a little bit. It's called uh, My Child Lebenspawn. Have you heard of that one? Yeah, we've had them on the show. Have you? So, yeah, we have. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Say Simon. yes, Simon. No. <laughs> we definitely have. Katharina from Norway. Oh, right. Yes. Um, so, yeah, that is, uh, it's, it's almost like a, kind of like a Tamagotchi, but you are taking care of um, a little boy or girl, depending what you choose, who was fathered by a German soldier during the during World War II and is being horribly ostracized after the end of the war in school. So it's largely about bullying, but also about, you know, sort of the us and them and how we often paint people as villains, even if they're children. And um, it's also going to make its way into uh, schools, I think, to, to teach uh, young people about bullying and stuff. And for me, it was like riveting and you can interact with little Klaus. And, uh, you know, when you stroke him, he's a little bit happier. But really, he comes home at the end of the day, every day. And you never know if he's had a horrible day because the teachers and students were terrible to him or whether things went okay. And you're bracing yourself when things, for when things go badly again. And 
Yeah. Apparently, I I met up with the uh, the woman who um, who uh, came up with it, Elin. She's lovely, and she was saying that men actually have a hard time, or fathers, she said, have a hard time with the game because you can't actually do anything to solve the problem. All you can do is sort of reassure the child and try to make the best choices for him during the day, but you can't actually fix anything, and apparently that is really tough for fathers. Who knew? What would you give it? I mean, I know what I have to say, even though... <laughs> you don't have to say anything. It's, up to you. it's absolutely up to you. Lies. I'll give it a 7 out of 10. <laughs> Very okay. It's good score. Uh, so I've been playing more Divinity Original Sin Two. I bought this now, by the way. Have you? I have bought it. Yeah. Do you know? I, maybe we can play. So you got a Switch? Yeah, but I'm not going to start it until I've finished Call of Juarez and then The Witcher mm. and maybe Dragon Quest Thirteen. Is it? I don't know. <laughs> I've um, so I've reached a uh, the first area is kind of an island. It's not clear to me how big the the game is after that island, but I absolutely cleaned that island out of all of the quests, mini quests, sub quests, and all of the loot, which is what I'm in this game for. I just wanted to loot stuff, and boy did I loot! Mm-hmm. I am now on board a ship, leaving the island to go to wherever the next section of the game is. And it's just given me, it's quite clever in a way, it's given you an option to kind of reset and rejig your character's points. So, oh, I'll take one point out of my strength and put it in my intelligence or whatever else. Why would you do that? Well, here's the question, because this is why I'm in the game, but in many ways it's given me too much choice now, and I'm a bit paralysed by it. I can do anything, Mm. and I don't want to. Mm. I'm frightened. So um, I'm not sure whether I'm going to continue from this point. I, I really enjoyed it. Well, you make me buy it, and then you stop playing. Well, what I'm saying is maybe this is a good point for me to pause, wait until you I'll get there, up. and then we can play together. Okay, that would be nice. Aww. Or maybe I'll just get Tom involved. <laughs> don't know. <laughs> so instead, um, Apple Arcade. Yep. Back on that. Oh, I haven't looked at that for ages. What's, well, me neither until on? today. I'll tell you what's going Don't go on it now. Well, I'm going to go on it now, obviously. No, just... We're five minutes from the end of the show. Wait. I'll tell you what's on there. Okay, I'm going to go. I'm going to go on it. <laughs> uh, Lego Builder's Journey. Okay. Have you heard of this? No. Me neither. Not heard anything about it. You heard about it. I was about to ask you. No. no you heard about it, Anne. But she's just finding out uh, yeah, now. Yeah, I just... I'm yeah, looking right it up. Right yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's a small puzzle game. Doesn't fit in any of the the Lego. Sorry, uh, I accidentally started one of the trailers. <laughs> <laughs> is that it? it? Looks good. No, that's Cat Quest Two. Okay, that looks yeah. good. Looks great. Uh, is it for children? For adults? It What's is for. Well, it's described in this review. I was just looking at so I could find out the name of it on um, on the Verge as a Lego Monument Valley. And that's kind of what it's like. It's a small puzzle game. It's not in the style of the uh, the Lego games that travelers do. It's very uh, kind of minimalist aesthetic but it's charming it looks charming I've only played the first few levels but it is beautiful and it has a lot of that tactile stuff that Lego Lego physically does uh, which is hard to communicate in video games but you can knock the pieces over the sound design is beautiful it's very very satisfying you're basically solving puzzles you can ha- you have to get from one side of the level to another by placing Lego bricks in their correct positions that's really satisfying. Hmm. So um, you're not building anything? Well, you're kind of building the level as you go, but you don't have that freeform creative build anything thing that Lego is so sold on. Uh, but I, yeah, I'm, I think I'm going to be, I think I'm in. So I'm back on the Apple Arcade, 7 out of 10. For Apple Arcade, for all of it? Yeah. So far. Yeah. Every game that we've reviewed, yeah. so far. Average, <laughs> mean, median, and mode. Do you see anything on there, Anne, that you like the look of? Yeah, Cat Quest 2. <laughs> Great. Sold. <laughs> Great. Do you play Cat Quest 1? Uh, no, but I don't think narratively you need to. <laughs> okay. Good news. I You're hear. just a cat going on a quest. Yeah. Any other business? Um, there is some other business, isn't there, Scants? Yeah, we've got a um, Marioki. This Friday. Yeah. Marioki this Friday. <laughs> uh, so we'll be at Loading Bar singing songs about video games. There will be new songs, including one about The Witcher. I've, I've already written that one. Yeah, there's another one. Is that Yours true? is too rude. It's about, it is too rude, isn't it? <laughs> it it's, is. also, it's also not true, actually, now that I've played it. Is it oh. not? Okay, I'm you sorry. You don't see that in the game. You see all, everything but that, I tell mm. you. And it's certainly that implied, particularly on a boat in the uh, DLC. <laughs> okay. On the boat on a lake. <laughs> is it like one of those... Those uh, Horrifying sketch show sketches with objects moving around <laughs> in the right place. I tell you what... <laughs> Where, yeah, a well-positioned door. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, we've got that, but also 
as we mentioned last week, we are now confirmed for GDC. Oh, yeah. It's going to be on the Wednesday night. Tickets are not yet on sale, but they will be soon, just as soon as we've confirmed our sponsors for that night. Yes. So that's exciting. Uh, Anne and I have booked our flights. Yes, we have. Uh, I'm in economy. And I'm in premium. How nice. are you getting there, Simon? <laughs> Flying there. Walking. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so that's going to be super, super exciting. Uh, really, really looking forward to that as well. Any other business? I think that is all of the... All of the business. Deb, thank you so much for coming back on. Thank you. I'll get started on that uh, new feature for you. Do, yeah. do. <laughs> Good luck uh, with the event. Where, uh, so it's in a couple of weeks, do you say? Uh, it's next, next Wednesday, week, next the Wednesday. 22nd. Yeah. Great. Well, we'll keep an eye out on the social media Sounds good, yeah, please do. Um, if you're interested, shoot me a mail. And when you're able to fill in a little more detail about the colours mm. that you've revealed, do come back on. <laughs> will do. Let us know. Um, we will be back next week. It's unclear how many of us will be back next yeah. week. I think I'm unlikely. Uh, you're not sure. Yeah. I'll be here. You'll be here. But until then, uh, we've been one life left. Back next week. Bye. 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 Resonance, d d resonance, resonance, F-M. <laughs> <laughs>